You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. Ah. Ah, there we go. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, girls and ghouls. Boys and ghouls. Dark and stormy night. It was a dark and stormy night. And me and Liam got to see the new Terminator last night. Yeah. It was actually way better than we thought it was going to be. That's true. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually kind of intrigued to see where they go with this now. So yeah, I didn't want to die after watching it. So yeah, yeah, you know, that's a good sign. Yeah, that's yeah. Usually that's a good sign. <laughs> usually, usually. So this they is could put that on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to die after you watching didn't. it. Critics say I didn't want to die after <laughs> yeah. I watched this movie. <laughs> so this is episode one twenty nine of Real Crime. We're going to be uh, digging into uh, some devilish movies tonight in Ooh. celebration of Devil's Night. Yes. Which a lot of people don't really know what Devil's Night is, because really this is a like Michigan thing. Detroit too, especially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it kind of kicked off in Detroit. So we're gonna get off. <laughs> we're, gonna get, we're gonna get off. We're gonna get off in a few minutes. What kind of podcast is this? This is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna talk about some Devil movies in a little bit. But first, our sponsors. We've got to mention the Flint Institute of Arts. Matador Martial Arts. Yeah! <laughs> you like that, Rudy? I hope you did. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, ProjectorScreen.com. Yeah. Who's going to be changing their name very soon. So we'll have to change things up on the website and the podcast pretty yeah. soon. So Hopefully it's not like ProjectorScreen.doink. Or <laughs> <laughs> something like that. ProjectorScreen.sex. Yeah. Because that's just <laughs> dot <weird>. red tube. <laughs> <laughs> Projector screen dot. Scat. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so rolling on in uh, news this week. Not too much going on, but it was just confirmed that Jeffrey Wright is officially on board as Commissioner Gordon and the Batman. So they hadn't really revealed too much on that as of yet. And tonight it was actually posted to Twitter. Awesome. So, kind of cool. I can see him doing that. Yeah, I think it'll be a good uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's a great actor. And then, uh, let's see, Green Lantern. We got news last night that there's going to be a Green Lantern show on HBO Max. Yep. What is is HBO Max? HBO Max is Warner Brothers' add-on streaming service. Uh, It's their Disney Plus or Netflix Okay. Um, this is their. It has not only all the HBO shows, but like all the DC movies, um, all the Studio Ghibli movies, South Park, Rick and Morty. It has a ton of stuff on this thing, and it's so, out in May 2020. Very cool. And then other news. A lot of people were happy about this. Uh, David Benioff and DB Weiss quit their Star Wars trilogy. These were the guys that did Game of Thrones. So. Yeah. A lot of people are ecstatic that they quit. I, I'm just kind of like, I'd like to see what somebody else was going to do with it. Yeah. So, but apparently a lot of people in internet land are celebrating <laughs> on yeah. the moon of Endor with Ewoks right now. Yeah. Yeah. Playing drums on stormtrooper helmets. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking Ewoks, dude. All right. And then last little bit of news this week. The CW is doing a Superman and Lois Lane TV show. Yeah. It's a CW. I could care yeah. less. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just all crap to me. Yeah. Do any of you guys watch those? I, I, tr- I try. Well, I watched the first two episodes of Batwoman. Okay. Um, I was really rooting for it. Um, I, I wanted to say, I, I didn't even get, I don't know if she even looks like how she does yet, like on the cover or like on the movie or the, yeah, you know, whatever on, the, uh, on the poster like, right. with the red hair and everything. She, the entire suit looks different because she's just wearing like Batman's old suit. But I didn't, yeah, I didn't make it that far. It's a little just, just disappointing. I like her. Like I do, I do too. Yeah, like she was kind of cool, like in the Fast and the Furious thing. Or no, yeah. was it the Fast <clears throat> and the Furious that she did? No, she was in John Wick. John Wick, and then she was in the last Triple X movie too. That's right with uh, Vin Diesel. I saw her in Orange Is the New Black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's kind of where she got got started yeah. acting. I think she's a good actress. I think she's yeah. really pretty. I mm-hmm. think like you know. She kind of has that flair for doing like the rebel kind of. Yeah, she's. Yeah. I mean, what, with what they gave her, I think that's not really the problem with the show. It's just I can't, the storyline is a little drab. There's not. It, it's it doesn't move along fast enough for what it is. Right. There's a right, lot of yeah. like downtime and just like fluff to make it. You know, the hour long show. And I I I wanted to watch the next one. I was away the third uh the weekend the third one was on and then now i'm two behind so i was gonna still kind of give it a shot but yeah it's not yeah I, I, it was missing something yeah it's missing I just, something i haven't seen it yet. i've tried a couple of those and i was just kind of like i can't get into the production values of these shows they just yeah. look so cheap to they me. do they do yeah. and that's yeah. part of it i tried to get into uh supergirl too and I couldn't get very far into that show. Either. See, like I like her. I think she looks great as Supergirl. Same. And I yeah. Think she like falls into the role, but past that, like the show is just kind of like. Uh. That's how I am too. The same yeah. same thing. Cool. Yeah. So in new releases this week, Terminator Dark Fate is out. Yeah. They were doing some early screenings tonight. Actually, some theaters were having it tonight, but tomorrow night is the official opening night. So I say see it. Yeah, I'd, I'd, if you're a fan of Terminator and your will isn't completely broken, uh, you'll like Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was pretty excited when I saw the trailer, so yeah, yeah, I'll go check it out. They do a couple things that are going to offend fans of the series, but I think you kind of, at this point, you had to sit through three kind of yeah. shitty sequels, yeah. yeah, so this does nothing nearly as bad as those. Yeah. Um, when I came home last night, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I watched Terminator 1, watched Terminator 2. We just saw Dark Fate. I'm like, I got to, like, watch the other ones now. Mm-hmm. Dude. Dude. I watched, like. Don't do that to yeah. yourself. <laughs> I put on Rise of the Machines. And, like, it's really bad. I never yeah. realized how bad that it's movie so was. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> when she, like, when the girl sees the, like, sign and she makes her tits bigger. <laughs> fucking awful movie. Oh my god. I didn't even see that one. I, I saw uh uh I can't remember what the little what the the t- the name is of it. The one the first one with the one with Christian Bale. Oh Salvation. Salvation. Okay. Yeah. I saw that at the theater. It was a like oh god, disappointment. I, I remember never, his meltdown I never bothered. Of the movie. <laughs> oh remember, yeah. Yeah. The oh, tape. Yeah. yeah. I remember that too. And he did that like in between 
The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. That yeah. was like his mm-hmm. in-between movie, 2009. Yeah. Right, yeah, it was. I remember I saw it mm-hmm. in the theater. Yeah, I saw it. I, I, was, I was excited. I it was had too. a really well-cut trailer. We went to the to the midnight showing of that one. That's how that's how pumped I was to see that. And then with Terminator Genesis, I I I, I just went. <laughs> There's there is yeah. nothing to that one. I gave up after that one, so I didn't even see those two. Yeah, that's it's yeah. Did you guys like three? That yeah, that was the one that I watched when we came back last night. Yeah. Was Terminator three rise of the machines and i think nick stall oh, kind rise of, of machines right yeah I, always, I forget the like subtitles yeah i think that nick stall does a good job of carrying the torch of being like not edward furlong don't yeah. you wish he was so bad yeah honestly i, really I was wish. like i wish it was edward yeah furlong. yeah yeah that's like part of my issues with that movie yeah well, totally and the, the funny thing was that they are like I understand Terminator Two. John Connor is a child, and in Terminator Three, mm-hmm. he's like in his mid twenties. So obviously, mm-hmm. they're going to be a little bit different. But like their actual character, the backbone of the character is so different between Terminator Two and Terminator Three mm-hmm. yeah. that it's like, yeah, you're going to look a little different. You're going to sound a little different, but at the core. You're still going to be kind of snarky like you were when right. you were a kid, mm-hmm. and he's not. Yeah. yeah. And there's like no carryover between two and three whatsoever. Yeah. And the other thing is, three really looks like a Jonathan Mostow movie. It does not have any. Well, like, there's no identity in any of the Terminator sequels. Yeah. They like, you know, when you watch the first two movies, they're Jim Cameron movies right. through and through. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so there's like authorship. There's like purpose. The later Terminators are just kind of like. Yeah. Literally could have been directed by anybody. Yes. Like mm-hmm. I, I would ask anybody who directed Terminator Genesis. Like I just can't. go on the street and ask them. Can you name who it is? I, it was Tony something. I can't remember. Is the guy he made Thor, uh, Thor two? Oh yeah, yeah that'll help jog okay, your memory. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> the worst one. <laughs> so, yeah, I say see the new Terminator. Go in with you know with your expectations a little bit lowered, and I think you'll walk out pretty happy yeah. with it. You know, <laughs> Linda Hamilton's great. You'll have a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's, Linda Hamilton's great. It's not reinventing the wheel, but yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah. All right, and then Motherless Brooklyn is out this week with Ed Norton. That's the one where he has Tourette's, right? Yeah. yeah. I really like the trailer to that because yeah. it's always really funny when he, he has the bursts yeah. out. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny, but it kind of is because it's like so over the top. Mm-hmm. Of course. This was the one I kind of accidentally missed on Monday night. Yeah. I should have been there and things just got kind of screwed up. And it sounds like we didn't miss much. Yeah. So, darn. darn, darn, didn't have to drive all the way to. I was going to ask you how Countdown was. <laughs> oh, Countdown was pretty good. Really? Yeah. See, yeah. It, I, because I remember last week we were like, hey, did you give it the bloody bullet? No, but I did give it a three. Nice. So I gave not it. Not bad. Yeah. That's not bad at all. It's basically a Final Destination knockoff movie. Okay. It's kind of like if you took Happy Death Day and Final Destination and kind of mixed them into some kind of, you know. Be, conceptual horror film like that'd be fun mm-hmm. it's fun mm-hmm. it's, i like both those movies yeah it is what it should be it's yeah. completely stupid i'm not mm-hmm. expecting like high art i think the um 
the female like protagonist she was great she was like really good she kind of helped totally carried the movie Mm -hmm. so yeah i think for a silly halloween release it's pretty good yeah so and then oh also jojo rabbit's out this week Ooh, I can't wait to see yeah. it. I'm going on Friday. I'm a big I, uh, Taika fan. Taika Waititi. Yeah. He's a madman. So that'll be out on uh, Thursday night as well. So, suggested viewings. Suggested viewings. Yeah. Um, hmm. I guess I'll just suggest, uh, because I had the most, I watched a lot of movies this weekend, so I'm going to suggest McGruber just because I love that movie. <laughs> I think um, it's a pitch-perfect parody of 80s action movies, and I think Will Forte gives probably the most committed like yeah. comedy performance I've ever seen. Like, MacGruber is such an incompetent character, and he fucks everything up, and it's just gold. And it, it just makes me laugh, and it has probably the funniest sex scene put on film. Yeah. I, nice. I think so. So that's it. That's my suggestion. What do you got, Mara? Uh, I spent the past weekend watching uh, the, some Hellraiser movies. Yeah. Um, so I think, I, I mean, I watched, I've seen one a bunch of times. I never saw two or three. Um, and so out of the three, I'm going to recommend three. I really, really liked it. Um, I thought the end was a little slow, but like everything else just really makes up for it. It's... It was, a, it was a cool one. And, you know, the whole, I guess two and three are both really good for Halloween because they're very, like, haunted house movies. It's it's like, it's almost like you're walking through a haunted house and they're like, check out this weird stuff here. And it's yeah. like, there's, a, you know, a few jump scares and it's just, like, creepy little set, set up piece after next. And right, right. It, it's fun. Yeah, I think three was kind of like the um, like the breaking off point, though. Oh yeah, like it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is, and it's very like it's really '90s, and that's what oh, I liked yeah. about yeah. it. It was like it had to do with like a cool like underground like gothic club, and like I, I just it was cool. I liked what they did with the Cenobites in there, where they just kind of like changed it up. They're kind of like, well, we're not just going to stick with what we've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Everyone had their own little like Cenobite. Like when everyone at the club got killed, it was like the 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 DJ was like, you know, switching a bunch of CDs. He got killed, and he, you know, he got, I think he got killed, but by CDs. And then he was like this like CD killer, and he was just like flipping out like CDs at people and slicing them up. And yeah, I liked that. So my suggested viewing this week is not going to be a movie. Um, after I watched Terminator 3, after we came home from Terminator 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just flipping through Netflix and uh, Gaten Matarazzo from Stranger Things has a new show on Netflix called Prank Encounters. Oh, man. I think I've seen a little bit of it. It's hilarious. It's like basically, you know, like any of the old prank shows, but it's almost all like horror-based. It's really, really good. Like they did one episode. They're only like 20 or 25 minutes or really short. But they had one where there was a uh, an evil bear in the house (laughs) and the this creepy little girl's like, you know, the teddy bear killed my sister, you know, made him mad and the teddy bear killed her. Mm-hmm. And these people are like, what? Like, just doesn't make any sense, you know? <laughs> so anyways, all these people are at the house 
and they're like in the room with her and they're getting ready to pack stuff up to give away to like Salvation Army. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like, should we pack the bear? And she's like, oh, he's not going to like that. But anyways, the bear ends up pushing somebody off the balcony and they're just like, oh, shit. They're like, that bear is walking. And these people like really believe that there's like some entity and there's another little teddy bear sitting in the corner and he's like moving. It was it's like really creepy, but like really cool pranks. So I say check it out. Yeah. Other than that, I'm done. What are we talking about? <laughs> Good night, everyone. No. Good night. Good night. Good night. Devils. Devil's yeah. night. It's devil's night. So how do we want to kick this off? Well, we're just gonna list some of our <clears throat> favorites. I th- yeah, sure. Cool. Okay. Who wants to start? I want to start because, um, so th- I want to talk about a movie that like the devil isn't in per se, but it's all about Devil's Night, mm-hmm. and and especially a Devil's Night like tonight, which Ooh. is very rainy and it has not stopped raining all day, and you know even though the night seems long, the rain won't fall forever. Oh. The crow. Yeah. Yeah. It can't rain all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I think it's a perfect movie to also talk about because it takes place in Detroit, rainy devil's night. Um, yeah. I mean, what 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 can you say about the crow? It's awesome. There's so much to say yeah. about the crow. Um, I think that you know. Obviously, it's one of those movies that kind of kicked off the whole comic book thing in a way because it was very successful for what yeah, it was. Yeah. And it kind of pushed that whole gothic theme. Like, yeah. People really got uh-huh. into that, you know? And I think that was, you know, obviously bands of the 80s and early 90s yeah. helped with a lot of that too, like The Cure yeah. and Nine Inch Nails and stuff right. like that. But I think with The Crow, we've talked about this like on the soundtrack episode. Yeah, we did. And we've touched on it other times too. But I think this movie kind of made like the whole like goth thing like much more like a pop culture type thing. And more people you're, got into it. You're probably it. right because I can't really yeah. think of any other like movies prior to to that one. I think it came out in 94 that mm-hmm. like really is like. He has that like gothic aesthetic like that and that used you know that type of music too mm-hmm. in the soundtrack there probably is other ones but like mainstream yeah like that would be kind of like you can go and look at like maybe there's like smaller movies like the hunger or something right right yeah but like crow just kind of like burst it wide open yeah oh yeah yeah and you know for halloween in years following that mm-hmm. i mean everybody was like I'm the crow. Yeah. That was huge that year. The the black leather duster look. Yeah. Was huge. Yes. That was the look for for men. For young men. Young the, young, the young men. Of, of the nineties, yes. And I mean I, I I think the movie like stylistically is is very beautiful and the story itself I just really I really enjoy. And it's kind of a like Compared to if you like read the comic, the story's like a little bit of a mess because of like the weird editing and fixing they had to do because of Brandon's yeah. death. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I don't think that like takes away from the movie because I, I the like heart of it is there. Mm-hmm. You like get it. It's it's all there. 
Well, and his death is what really made the movie. I know. Yeah. Huge. It's like it's e- it's kinda, so eerie. Which is kind of sad. Yeah. So sad. Because I wonder if he hadn't died filming that, would it have been as big of a thing? Would it have been this cultural phenomenon that it became? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it might have because it. I mean, the soundtrack's still really oh good, yeah. and I, I think regardless of whether or not anyone died on the set, you know, it'd just be undeniable. Yeah, it's still a great movie, regardless yeah. of like yeah. if someone died. I, I typically think that if Brandon Lee had 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 lived, that he probably would have done a lot more, act, gotten a lot more acting jobs mm-hmm. and become become a lot more famous. Yeah, yeah, because he had done a few other action films mm-hmm. up to that, mm-hmm. but he wasn't in a lot. No. At all. And this was kind of like his like breakout. Yeah. And very different characters he played prior to this. He just kind of did like the stupid action movie guy and, you know. Yeah, kind of athletic. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, for him, I think on this, he, well, I know he thought he was going to branch out and kind of step away from kind of doing more action stuff and kind of show a little bit of, you know, dramatic acting chops. But yeah, that I mean that movie is just like now it's just a total classic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You can't really You can't go wrong with this one. You know, I'd be interested to see with like what like teens nowadays think if they think it's like dated and cheesy. Probably. Or if, or if they're like, "No, this is cool." I mean, I guess it depends on what kid you show, but yeah, I think like if I showed it to my son, he'd probably be into it because mm-hmm. he likes like all like the '90s stuff. Like you know, he's yeah. into like Pulp Fiction and you know, all the kind of stuff that we grew up with. He's yeah. really into. So I would think he would probably like it. Mm-hmm. And he's so into comic book movies in general that I think, you know, he mm-hmm. would he'd probably enjoy it. Yeah, but yeah. The soundtrack alone, I I dug it when I saw it and I was fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to see an opening night, and it was just, like, totally packed. Oh, man. Like, crazy packed. I bet, yeah. Yeah. We saw it out by, um, like, uh, 59 in Shaner. There used to be, a, like, a theater in that strip mall there. I can't remember what it was called. Okay. But, yeah, yeah it's not there anymore. Unfortunately, because they keep closing so many of them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's a great, like, devil's night movie mm-hmm. are there any other movies that center on devil's night i doubt it because it's such a like local phenomenon yeah and you know they meant that's what it is that's what that movie's about these right. you know arsons happening yeah on devil's night yeah and uh that's what happened here essentially yeah yeah is their presentation of detroit in that movie is so no, it looks like, nothing, nothing like, like Detroit. Detroit. No. They kind of just like mention it a couple times and then like forget about it. I feel yeah, like the fact yeah. that it's Devil's Night makes it Detroit. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. But Ernie Hudson was great in this movie too. Yeah, yeah he is. He's yeah. really great. I can't really make. I have no complaints about this movie no. other than its sequels. <laughs> and er- Ernie Hudson's a Detroit guy too. Yeah, Man. yeah. He graduated from yeah. Wayne State University. Yeah. I guess, you know, I shouldn't really say that because, like, The Crow 2 was kind of, like, okay. Yeah. But it was, like, a retread. It was real, way retread. Yeah. Yeah. It basically just told the same story over again. Yeah. And I think they were hoping that they would be able to carry on with him 
to be the crow like yeah. for subsequent films and that one flopped they tried they tried to link it by making it like that girl Sarah is like an oh, yeah. adult and moved to LA and That's now right. she's like oh I know what's happening to you because this happened before yeah and yeah played by Mia, Mia Kirshner yeah and Iggy Pop was in that one too they tried and, they, and it had a real like unique look I thought the like the way it looked I've always been in love with her and She's gorgeous. I don't yeah. know what I can't think of anything else she was in, but she, she was is in that. beautiful and she can act her ass off. Mm-hmm. She was she played Mandy on Twenty Four. She was like a female mm-hmm. assassin on Twenty Four, mm-hmm. and she was in like the first like four or five seasons, and she was kick ass. Mm-hmm. She was like the like top female assassin in the mm-hmm. world. You know, mm-hmm. she's a terrorist and shit, and she was like awesome in that show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love her. I love her more than my wife. Oh, well, if she's listening. Maybe <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> All right, Liam, give us something. I uh, recently rewatched House of the Devil. Uh, the I think it's Ty West directed. Yes, that one. And I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I just I love that movie. I love how like slowly it kind of builds to the devil stuff like it starts off it's like kind of like a low-key indie drama you're like where's the horror stuff it's just these like people talking and then it like escalates and escalates to just like full-on what the fuck by the end of it and it's a very like minimalist kind of movie and but there's a lot of stuff like under the surface going on right Hmm. And it has that like complete like seventies aesthetic to it too. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen this one. Have you ever seen this? No, is it a new one? It's newer. It's newer. newer. Yeah. Let's see, House of the Devil. Because I saw it when um, Joe Bob Briggs showed it on his show on Shutter. Mm. Two thousand nine. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit older. Yeah. But not. Too old, but yeah, it's Ty West. Yeah, had a budget of nine hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a good one though. I enjoy that one a lot. Yeah, I really, I, I like that one. I just like, for me, I'm like when it comes to like those kind of throwback horror movies. <clears throat> losing my voice. When it cut throwback horror movies, but when it comes back, uh, comes to those like throwback horror movies, the the better ones are the ones where they're authentic with like the period details. Yeah, because like so many of them are just like, here's a thing from the here's like a poster from the eighties. Here's a synthesizer score. This actually looks like a movie that could have mm-hmm. come. Oh out yeah, in, like, for sure. Nineteen seventy eight. Sure. That's cool. Yeah. So expanding on movies about that actually have the devil in them i think one of the greatest ones of all time is probably angel heart where robert de niro plays the devil and it's got like mickey rourke and lisa bonet in it and it was like when it came out in the 80s like there's some pretty hardcore sex in this movie with mickey rourke and lisa bonet and basically they slapped an x rating on it and this movie was why lisa bonet got fired from the Cosby show. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is really kind of fucked up when you uh, think about yeah. it. Yeah, a little well, bit. Well, it worked out for her. Yeah. But look at all the shit, you know, Cosby was doing behind the scenes, and he was passing moral judgment on her. Well, for, yeah. But that's I mean, he how did the that, system works. He did worked. that to Eddie, you- too. What's he that? did that to Eddie Murphy. Did he? He's doing that shit on... There's a bit in Raw where he talks about how, like... Uh, like I think Cosby's son went to go see the show and Bill Cosby called him up and he's like, you're doing filth, florn, filth, <laughs> all this shit. Wow. Well. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're drugging women and raping them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, Angel Heart, if you're looking for like down and dirty like movie about a man making a deal with the devil, Angel Heart is it. And, I mean, it's, like, grimy and gross, and it's horror, but it's a thriller. And the acting, I mean, you've got De Niro, like, literally playing. I think he's, his name in it is Louis Cipher, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you know, like, okay. I like when they have those really yeah, bad yeah. puns. Yeah, but, you know, he plays this devil with a suit on and the black nails and the whole deal. And, his, you know, he's got the nice beard going and the yeah. hair and everything. But, yeah. You know, De Niro is the devil. I don't really think you can do much better than yeah. having De Niro play the devil. He looks good. I'm looking at this picture. Yeah, it's a it's a great movie. And like, I never for, saw it. I should check this out. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen this. For <laughs> me, it's like a classic '80s film, 100. percent And this is before Mickey Rourke went and fucked his face up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like gorgeous in the movie, and then you've got De Niro, you know, and Lisa Bonet, and it's like. This cast is like phenomenal. It just, mm-hmm. yeah. Much like the serpent in the rainbow feels, you know, how you've got that just gross kind of sweaty feeling the entire movie. Yeah. Like you feel like you're there. Angel Heart is much the same. Sweaty 80s movie. Yeah. They sweaty. that in the 80s, I feel like. That, like 80s. It's like a yeah, lot you probably of sweat. Did. Yeah. I just want to sweat. Sweat. I want to sweat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> More movies need that now. Yeah, Just lots of sweat. Yeah, like sweat and like you know a little bit of dirt over the sweat. A little bit of grime. Yeah, yeah. So people look a little like 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 you know. Yeah. Greasy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like so they actually feel like dirty. Yeah. It's a dirty movie. It's That's dirty. a dirty movie. All right, Mara. <laughs> All right, let me let me look at my list here. I got a few. Okay, this I'm going to talk about one of my favorite portrayals of, of the devil in film, and that is in the the fine cinematic experience, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Hell yes. <laughs> that movie, I could just, like, it once it's on, like, I feel like you could just put it on repeat. And I would just, oh, yeah. Like, I w- it would just g- keep going, and I would just, like, crack up every time at every joke. And, I mean... The whole thing's pretty much about, you know, this deal with the devil, and then you have your final act there with Dave Grohl as Satan, and they do their little battle. It's it's great. It's so fun. Yeah, that's one of those fun portrayals man, yeah. of Satan. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's fun, but it's like it's a conflict. He's not a good guy. No, <laughs> but, no. But yeah, no, that's a fun movie for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in years either. Whatever happened to Tenacious D? Oh, I mean, they're they, they just perform. they came out with a, yeah. a newer album, and okay. I think last summer they toured. 
um, I didn't go, but I wanted to. And then they toured a few summers before that. They were going to do a sequel, but I don't know what happened to it. I think, I, I want to say maybe they, like, somehow lost the rights to the movie. So Which that's is why they terrible. Didn't do the, yeah. That's why they didn't do the sequel. I'm trying to remember now. It's all it's all cloudy, but yeah. Too many drugs. Yeah. Stop it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. This I can is... quit anytime I, <laughs> I please. I can quit anytime I want. I'm addicted <laughs> to Satan. 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 Could it be Satan? all right liam i guess um one of my favorite portrayals satan is another comedic one um in in south park bigger longer and uncut Mm -hmm. i i love that take on satan i love that his arc in that movie is basically he's a disney princess but he's like the dark (laughs) lord of all i just think like it's so weird how affecting the song he sings. Like it's this beautiful song, but you're looking at the context of it and it's, it's Satan in hell singing about, you know, wanting to be up there to bring hell on earth. And you're like, Oh, you feel for him. (laughs) And he's just such a funny character. And I love the voice that he has. I think it's just a really like fun part of that movie. Like the movie's good, but the parts with Satan are the parts that I like go back to the most. Like when Kenny goes to hell, I think I like the first time I saw that, I was in tears laughing. Well, and that Saddam is his gay lover, dude. (laughs) It's like, like, come on, (laughs) say (laughs) it. He's just like wiggling his dick at one point. Yeah. No, that is completely a classic. I saw that way too young. Yeah? Yeah. How old would you have been when that came out? 19... I was 99. Yeah? Three. Oh! You saw that back then? No. I... I, Probably like eight or nine. That's not so bad. Yeah. That's... I was like... I'm an insomniac, so I just caught it on like... uh, Right, right. Comedy Central had like... Had like a... (laughs) 1 a.m like a block of uncensored movies. And so I saw that and I saw... Um, Especially for the little kids who couldn't fall asleep. <laughs> for the little kids who couldn't fall asleep. <laughs> I saw that and Freddie Got Fingered. There you oh. go. <laughs> Freddie Got Fingered keeps coming up a lot lately. Really? Yeah. I think at some point this movie is going to have some kind of like... Renaissance, like God. cultural renaissance of Freddie yeah. Got Finger. I would be surprised. It's there are too some, weird. There are some yeah. people who are like trying to like. I know there are people doing like in depth pieces about it, and there's like like twenty minutes they cut from it. So there are like wow. people like release the green cut, like the people <laughs> who want the Snyder cut of Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rip Torn is great in Rip that Torn movie. Rip Torn is so funny yeah. in that movie. <laughs> I love that man. He's great. I loved him. Loved him. Did Rip Torn ever play the devil in something? I don't I think so. Like he has. He probably was the devil. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he looked like he the devil. He got so drunk yeah, once he, he like crashed into a bank thinking it was his house. Yeah. 
I think that's awesome. I want to be. And so he, he was like 87 <laughs> when he, he did cr- it. And he was trying to crash into his own house. He's just going for it. I don't think he was like trying to <laughs> yeah. crash into his own house. I think that's just like how Rip Torn shows up in places. <laughs> There's like one movie cool. where like he gets into a fight on camera with someone and it's like a real fight. Like he's actually like beating the shit out of wow. this guy. And it's like some movie from like the early 70s. And it's just like the camera, like they're trying to adjust focus as he's just like losing his <laughs> shit on this guy. So I'm going to go with one. I can't remember if I talked about this one the last time we talked about the devil in movies, but this is actually in my probably top five or ten favorite indie horror films of all time, if not my top ten horror films of all time. Uh, 2014 Starry Eyes. Oh, yeah. This movie is so fucking great. And, like, not a lot of people have seen it. Every time I bring it up, people are like, oh, I've never heard of that. Basically, it's about a Hollywood actress. You know, she lives, you know, in an apartment with her, you know, best friend. And her other friends live in the apartment next door. And they're all broke as a joke. And a couple of them are, like, you know, having their breakthrough moments. And... Alex Esso plays the main character, Sarah, Sarah Walker. And she's a waitress and can't, you know, get out of her own way. She can't get the success that she wants. Mm. So she's invited to this meeting, and the meeting is basically with Satan, where she makes, you know, a pact with the devil to become a successful actress. And things don't really pan out her way because her body starts morphing and like all her hair starts falling out and her body starts breaking out in sores and shit. But like the guy that plays the devil in this movie, he's just like some old dude. I can't remember like what his name is or anything that plays the character, but he's just so like, you just feel like inherently evil. Like this guy's just Mm. like a bad motherfucker, you know? But basically, you know, she makes her deal with the devil and it doesn't really work out the way she thinks it's going to. And the kills in this movie, I wrote about this in my review. Remember like when you watch Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer the first time and you were like, oh, those kills are just like brutal, like so real. That's how this is. Like she goes on a rampage, like killing Mm -hmm. every one of her friends. And it's just like, it's absolutely insane. So, the movie's not completely about the devil, but it is. Yeah. And it's it's one of the better movies I've seen in the horror realm. For sure. You've seen this, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that this movie hasn't gotten, like, more attention now, you know, consider, yeah. like, in the era of Me Too this is the kind of movie that, like, I feel like people would go ape shit for. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's just, like, it's a kind of vicious critique on Hollywood. It's kind of like a just a great horror movie. And not a lot of people have seen it. So, yeah, I just, I love that representation of the devil in this yeah. movie. That guy, he's just like that, like, old stoic kind of, yeah, like... Almost kind of, I hate to bring this up because he just died, but almost kind of like a Robert Evans kind of yeah. feel to the guy. Like, he's just, like, there, and he's like, I'm going to make a deal with you. 
and you know this is gonna solve all your problems yeah the devil stays in the picture yes do you, the know, devil. That, do you know that <laughs> do you know that robert evans has a new uh new movie coming out what really yeah it's called the kid stays in the urn oh <laughs> dude that is terrible <laughs> you're a bad person i don't get it yeah well, because he just, he died. Yeah. Like two days ago, and he had a movie called The Kid Stays in the Picture. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> oh, man. He's somewhere in heaven or hell just yelling at him. He's like, I got to make a picture. I got to make a picture. Smoking a cigar, yelling at him. All right, Mara. Okay. It's all you. Let's go back to my little, my little list. My list here. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm going to talk about uh, the segment of Fantasia, the night on Bald Mountain. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, that is some beautiful, beautiful artwork. It's surreal. It's ethereal. It's, it's like, terrifying, yet at the same time, just completely, like, like enticing. Like, like... I just want to be one of those little demons in the hand of Satan. That's the one where they they don't call him Satan; they call him like it's like Chernabog, yeah, or something, yeah, it, yeah. Chur, Chernog or Chernabog. Yeah, you're right, but it's Satan. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool as a kid. So Could it be cool. Satan? <laughs> yeah, and there's like, it's like so like the there's like an effect that they that is used that's not like a hand drawn. Uh, thing it's like it's like some sort it looks like 3d it's like some sort of i don't know what they do so i'm not gonna try to explain it but it's how they like kind of make the ghost look and the like skeletons that Mm -hmm. riding on skeleton uh horses and it's just i just love it and there's there's a bunch of boobs in that one too yeah which i didn't remember but i rewatched it really yeah yeah coming like right at the screen too Wow. Yeah. Man. So if you're if you're not terrified at, you know, the demons, you can be clutching your pearls over the <laughs> over the the nipples. I like the boobs coming in my face. Yeah. <laughs> the best. <laughs> it's the best way to live. It's the best way to live. Yeah. <laughs> boobs in my face. That's hell though, so you have to know that you're sinning and you're very bad. Yeah. Oh no. I'm a bad man. Very, very bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a sin. Yes. It's a, it's a sin. Satan. All right, Liam. All right. This is devil adjacent, um, but it ties into a relatively recent movie, um, The Witch with Black Phillip. Um, I am lukewarm positive on The Witch. I think it's a little overrated, mm. um, but I love the character of Black Phillip because he's a goat. He has a cool voice. He's cute, yeah. He's good. He's a cute-looking goat. He's I would so follow cute. this goat. I would, too. He offers, uh, like, butter and windows, and those sound like tempting things, especially when you're living dude, with that family. Dude, if you were, like, in that, like, cl- like that New England life, and you were, like, and someone was, like, butter, like, that was, like, that's all you need to hear. Yeah, like, I would join with that shit. You get butter, free windows, and you get to do like weird fucking dances yeah. with other people. That looked fun. Yeah, I, I was watched, on their side. I watched that movie for the first time last night. Really? Yeah, I didn't oh, like wow. it. I did not like it that much, but it wasn't 
It's not like it's a well-made movie. I was just frustrated because every other character in that movie is really unlikable. Yes. Like I hate the dad so much. I did too. I hated him. And I couldn't understand what he was saying. There's like a whole scene where I think it's like he's like covered in like mud and he's mm -hmm. like acting and there's like dirt coming out of his mouth. And I'm like, it's a very well committed performance, but I can't (laughs) understand what the fuck you're saying. Yeah. That's like if I did a podcast and I came on here, I put marbles in my mouth and I started speaking in old English. And then you start singing Creed songs. Yeah. With arms wide open. That's like (laughs) avant-garde. It's an experimental. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now every time I hear Creed, I hear that like Creed shreds video. Yeah. Where he's like, Duca, I'm gonna play some Duca. <laughs> every time that poor man. Every time. <laughs> that poor man. Yeah. He's yeah. He has to be Scott Stapp. You know? Dude, he gets so ravaged on like social media. <laughs> I feel kind of bad for him, you know. Don't feel bad for him. Yeah, but then he, then he well, I just like crazy. like he's rich. Not anymore. He's not. No, no. He blew it all on hookers and drugs. Well, and booze. he had his fun with the hookers and drugs yeah. and booze yeah. then. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, people like just ravage that guy. And it's just like doesn't even be. He's got marbles <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> He chose to sing. Yeah, those songs. exactly. Leave Scott Step alone. <laughs> and he was supposed to be like some great like Christian yeah. rock guy. Those are always the funniest. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think he should have done the score for the witch. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have brought it home. Fred yeah. Durst should have directed the witch. Oh. Wow. Here's funny though. I'm gonna get off focus here for a second, but I actually have seen a few other people online that like the fanatic. I'm not the only one. I got that on my queue. I want to watch it. It's I, bad, I, but I watch it. it. Yeah, it I was, like bad movies though. It yeah. was entertaining. It's like it it's really not was. a good movie, but John no. Travolta plays like. Okay, here's how I describe John Travolta in that movie. He went to like a <laughs> mental institution. He saw a bunch of people who were mentally ill, and then he decided to play. Up. Every mental illness, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all at once. <laughs> so insensitive, like yeah. he, like it's <laughs> like it's it's really is like that. Like there's a whole scene where he's wearing like the um the English like royal like Mountie like, yeah, thing, yeah, and he's just it's a minute of him just going poppycock, yeah, poppycock, and I don't know if we're supposed to laugh <laughs> or if we're like it's no, deeply uncomfortable. I think that. I think he knew what he was doing. I think he was trolling us. I think, I think he was so. like, you know what? I made a lot of shitty movies, but I'm still John Travolta. Yeah. I'm just going to do whatever I want now. He just, yeah. Like, Maybe. dude's in his, like, 60s. Like, just, like, you know what? At some point, just make art, and who gives yeah. a shit about what the masses think? Yeah. Last thing I'll say about The Fanatic, I was completely invested in that movie, but when the dad and the kid got in the car, and the dad's like... Yo, you want to listen to some Limp Biscuit? And I'm that like, no. The, that was the worst moment in the whole movie. I was like, really? I'm like, come like, on, what all, dude. Like, what universe I'm, is there? Some. I'm so mad you spoiled that. I would have yeah. loved to experience. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's some father who's like, yeah, I'm all about the nookie, son. Yeah, yeah. Break stuff. <laughs> Break. It's all about the he said she said bullshit. <laughs> I think that would have. Yeah. Yeah. I think he should make more movies. 
but John Travolta should play Moose, but as like every character. Yeah. Like Vincent Vega. Like but, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's, in like, the, running around with the milkshake or whatever. Yeah. Like, that the, scene with the horse. I did feel bad for him, though. Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. I thought he was a really, like, it's a sympathetic character I because <laughs> the the main guy, Devin Sawa's character, is such an overwhelming asshole to oh, this guy. Oh, dude, yes. And, like, Duffer <laughs> immediately threatens to kill him. Yes. After, like, he's like, can you sign this thing for me? He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Get away from me. Like, so, so, such an over-the-top reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For something, like, relatively, like, he's supposed to be, like, dude, a movie like, star. Yeah, like, you know, just be nice. All right. Yeah. We're in the weeds. Yeah. So, the next one that I'm going to talk about is uh from let's see when was this from 2017 i actually reviewed this one they gave it to me really early it's called american satan Hmm. and it stars uh what's his name he was the lead singer in black veil brides which i really don't care for that like kind of like new metal where like they're like fake goth and like blah 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 like it's like overproduced shit with like the constant like clickety clackety double bass bullshit you know but the dude can sing and so he basically transitioned from being in this huge band to starring in this movie well the movie is about a metal band basically and the singer played by this guy from black veil brides signs a deal with the devil same thing as you know starry eyes yeah and it's basically about them blowing up and becoming like the biggest band in the world and how everything falls apart and blah 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 and they get into drugs and shit but the greatest thing about the movie is who plays the devil malcolm mcdowell oh that's awesome you know in like this guy's played the devil so many times yeah that Mm -hmm. he just kind of it just works it It just works you know so I'm like, oh, the new Mr. Rourke is uh, the devil, you know? Like, he can just kind of move in and out of these characters interchangeably. And it's just, it's not a great movie by any means, but I really enjoy movies about music no matter what. Even if yeah. it's shitty music, I still kind of like, I yeah. just like to watch the whole rock and roll thing play out. Um, but this one's pretty cool. So... If you get a chance, I think it might be on Amazon Prime or something. Um, I remember, like, I mentioned this to Scott, and he was like, oh, God, Black Veil Brides. But, yeah. I've never heard of them. They had, like, a huge, huge following. Like, massive. Like, massive, like, cult-like following. Yeah. Like, they were never, like, huge, like, you know, radio band or anything like that, but they were kind of one of those, like, bands... um, Kind of like 30 Seconds 30 seconds to Mars was like in the beginning, mm-hmm. how like they just had like this huge following and then they blew up. This band kind of just like was on the outskirts of being like a radio band, but they still had hundreds of yeah. thousands of followers. Hmm. And they've got a big social media presence too, but I think they're done now. But yeah, anyways, American Satan. It's right there in the title, Satan. <laughs> what about Danish <laughs> Satan? I don't know. Danish Satan... Might not be that fun. That sounds tasty. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a nice, like a donut. Yeah. But there's like a, but like there's like a chili pepper in it or yeah. something. It, or it just sounds like, oh, like I gotta run to Meyer and get us some Danish Satan. 
Oh, gosh, did you forget the Danish Satan? Oh, we get the ice cream social tomorrow. Oh, we need that Danish Satan right Come now. Come on, <laughs> the kids love it. The kids love the Danish Satan. I love the Danish Satan. <laughs> you fuckface. Love the Danish Satan. I love the Danish Satan. <laughs> Turned into Riptor. <laughs> 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 Admiral Akbar. Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> what the fuck did you do, Gordo? <laughs> you brought the Danish Satan on board my spaceship. We brought it on board my ship. <laughs> We're fucking terrible people. Yeah. Seriously. All right, Mara. <laughs> How do you follow up the Danish Satan? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I got a couple. I got a couple choices on here that are like, eh, they're not really Satanish. But uh, that's all right. That's okay. I'm still gonna go with it. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite movies ever, Evil Speak, starring Clint Howard, and um, it's kind of almost like a male carry because uh, he's at this boarding school and he gets bullied. And now, what's different about Carrie in this movie is that he doesn't. He he uses like. The newfangled computer somehow. This is like, I think this movie is like 1981. So somehow he gets this computer and it's like, he can like contact. And it's not Satan. It's this guy Esteban who's like an evil priest. And uh, he uses this to get, to exact his revenge on, on his bullies. Yeah, definitely sounds very yeah. Carrie. Yeah. I like that though. But I like Clint Howard. Yeah. I like Clint Howard. And I just like I, I love the whole idea that he like uses like like he like chats with like like Satan. He's, <laughs> he's like, like hey He's like sliding into <laughs> Satan's DMs. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> you up? <laughs> yeah, he is. It's like so funny. It's like they don't really explain it at all. It's just like he's just really good with computers and he just like there's like this like of course the I think the school he goes to is like cursed by, you know, these you know, past events. It was of this like evil dude, and yeah, it's good. It's good. It sounds like War Games meets Carrie. It is a little yeah. bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's right in there, nineteen eighty two. Yeah. So it's totally oh, yeah. in that. Like, hmm, need my dial up modem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is, and it's like I feel like it like speaks to like maybe people's like fear of like what was going to happen oh, yeah. with like the internet and like what computers could like really do yeah. you know it's like it, it's it speaks to that but it's also like without saying too much it's like it's a pretty triumphant movie so it's almost like maybe it's it's heralding in the electronic age yeah, yeah. It, it's a really cool movie i recommend that to everyone even like not horror not satan related just I just love that movie. I love Clint Howard. It's pretty sleazy, I must say. Yeah, There's I a like little bit of a, a little bit I of like a warning sleaze. to it. I like sleazy Clint Howard. Yeah, sleazy. Clint I mean, Howard. I guess if he's, if I tell you Clint Howard's the yeah. star, you kind of know it's yeah <laughs> what realm you're gonna go into. He's great though. Yeah, yeah, he's really good in it. He's really like he's obviously really believable. Hell yeah! As like you know, pathetic dude getting really <laughs> but, really bullied. <laughs> That's Clint. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he just gets slipped into every one of his 
Brothers movies. <laughs> Everyone. He's like, remember, I was OP and yeah. you're nothing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping You know, you they down. didn't even really have to do like makeup for him in like uh, the Grinch movie. No. <laughs> he looked basically the <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate, but it's like. For him. For him, yeah. yeah. All right, Liam, give us another one. I, the most recent double movie I've watched uh, was Exorcist 3. And I had never seen this movie before, and it's fucking insane, and I love it. That movie is kind of crazy. I love uh, it's Brad Dorf, right? Yeah. Jeez, that's a performance. Man, I've never seen any of the other, uh, Exorcist sequels. I've only ever seen the. Don't bother first. with two. Two. The Heretic. You don't. No. You don't need I mean, to see Brad, it. Who Who is in three? Brad. It's Brad Dorf. George C. Scott. George C. Scott. And it's directed by the guy who wrote the Exorcist book. Yes. Interesting. And it does serve as a sequel to the original movie somewhat. Mm -hmm. It's basically Brad Dourif locked up in the mental institution, and he is possessed by the same demon as she was in the first one, correct? It's it, it calls Pazuzu? itself Legion though. Oh, it's that's right. It's like a right. couple different like I think it's a couple different okay demons. And then there's like the Gemini killer and stuff in there. Yeah, that's fu- it's which was based on the Zodiac. Yeah, yeah. Which I really like that aspect of it. I like it kind of made it into a really interesting film. I'm curious to see the director's cut. I saw the version that was the theatrical version. Right. So I'd love to see the director's cut. This is one of those movies where when it came out, it did very little at the box office. That doesn't surprise me. And people were not really that into it. But we saw this one opening night because we always went like friends opening night. We saw this at the Lakeside movie theater. Do you remember that theater? Did you ever go there for a movie? Where's the Lakeside at? Lakeside Mall. On Hall Road and Shane. Yeah, they had a theater in there. It was like, I think they had maybe four or six theaters, and it was that old school, you know, long, yeah, you know, hundreds and hundreds of vinyl seats. Was you it know? inside the mall? Yeah, yeah. I think was, I've been there. I can't yeah. remember, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of by where they put the hydro tubes. Do you remember the hydro tubes? No. Oh, my God. Yeah, they had a water park inside Lakeside. I remember when the, I was a kid. the arcade. Yeah. That- yep. So the arcade was put in where the hydro tubes were. Okay. So that like two or three levels of that arcade, mm-hmm. at one point that had hydro tubes all the way I, through there I'm in the mall. I'm surprised I never, I never went on those. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, oh my God, the mall has a water park? Weird, <laughs> dude. And they yeah. had like, I think four tubes. And you'd go, and like they had a locker room, and you take your bag, your shower, and get yeah. ready, and blah 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 blah. And you had to wear like a little wristband, and they would like punch the wristband because you'd get so many times, yeah, down it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those kind of locker rooms are always super awkward. Oh, dude, there's yeah. always like an old guy who's like flexing. Yeah. yeah, he always has to like show off his dick. Yeah, like he's like he's <laughs> like I'm 72 years old. And this is my Pekka. And then in it's the woman's like, restroom, there's a seven-year-old woman who feels this way about her boobs. Yeah. They do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. I've never been. I, I don't yeah. know that experience. Yeah. It's just we can always change the, that. There's like, change I, that. I just feel like it's like you get old and you're just like, here it is, man. Yeah, we don't care. It's sagging down as low as you're ever going <laughs> to see it. Like, no matter, like, if it's balls or 
boobs. That's, That's better true. than dangling labia. <laughs> well. <laughs> it's true. It uh, is true, though. Yeah. All these balls kind of look like old basset hounds. Old. You know what I'm talking about, yes. though. <laughs> I'm sure I Droopy. don't. Droopy. I'm, I'm, I hope you don't. I hope you don't. <laughs> I really hope you don't. I hope that's not a shared experience. <laughs> All right. Back to The Exorcist 3. We saw us opening night in that, like, old school theater, you know, and yeah. just, like, there's, like, nobody there, you know, and that's just always the creepier way to see this stuff. There's, like, six of us in the theater, yeah. you know, and we loved it. We thought it was scary as shit. But at the time, like, we were teenagers, so we didn't quite get all the connections to the original movie, even yeah. though we had seen it. Now, you kind of pick up on more of that stuff. Well, it came out, like, almost a full, like, 20 years after the first movie. Oh, yeah. It was longer than that. Um, I will let you know right now. So, I mean, like, it's popular. It's, like, a popular, beloved movie, but, like... You know, that's like saying, does everybody today remember all? Like, if they did a Goodfellas sequel, it wouldn't have the same impact. Like, no. So, Exorcist generation. 3 came out in 1990. The Exorcist itself came out in 1973. So, yeah, wow. 17 years. 17 years. Yeah. And in between was the the other. The Exorcist 2. Dude. With uh, James Earl Jones when he does the. Is that the one with the tribe? Like, there's like an African like tribe in it. And yeah. They, like, do the. Yeah. It's really trippy, and they try to give like a little bit more backstory to Pazuzu, yeah, and all that. But Wasn't like that the Zardos guy made that one, I think so. Okay, yeah, because I remember reading something because I watched Exorcist two because I was at a like party at a friend's place, and he like, had you seen it? I was like, no, I haven't seen it, and we watched it, and it's like it's a terrible movie, but I was wondering like why. Who, like, what was the motivation for it? And there was some quote where the director was like, he didn't even like the first Exorcist. Why would you make a sequel? Right. Like, he didn't like the first money. Movie. Yeah, money. Yeah, yeah Warner totally. Brothers probably dropped a truckload of money. Yeah. But it's so, like, far removed from well, anything. The Exorcist 2 is basically like an acid trip. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a lot of, like, crazy visuals and shit. And like weird, like bursts of white light. Yeah. Behind, is it Linda Blair, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Linda Blair. Yeah, like it's just a weird movie. Like the narrative structure is like really just kind of like, hmm, what's it just going makes on? No fucking sense. Yeah, it's really weird. But The Exorcist Three was good. Exorcist Three is awesome. And then there were The Exorcist Four. Which where is that the one? <laughs> this is the one. Okay, where it's. Paul Schrader did one version of it. And, and they then, hated it. And they hated it. And then the other one was... The Exorcist for the beginning. I can't remember. It was Rennie Harlan. Yes. And I watched both of those, and neither cut of those movies was good. Yeah. <laughs> neither of them were good, which is weird, because I, I like Paul Schrader a lot. Yeah, yeah. He makes really good stuff. And with this one, I was just bored. All yeah. I remember is Stellan Sarsgaard. Yes. So they tried to do this Exorcist 4. It didn't work. The studio said, okay, we're shutting this down. We're going to redo the whole thing. We're going to refilm the entire movie. We're going to recast. We're going to do all these things. Yeah. And we're going to remake this thing before it gets to the theaters. 
So there are two completely separate movies called The Exorcist 4. They're so weird. Yes. They're so yeah. weird. And neither of them are that good. Yeah. Neither of them. I was I was really bummed cuz with Renny Harlan I was like, yeah, like he's probably he doesn't have that much of a directorial voice, but like Paul Schrader I was like, Paul Schrader horror movie. I was like, I fucking love yeah. Taxi Driver. I loved um he wrote Raging Bull too, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and like all the stuff he's written, I really liked. So yeah, because him like, and Marty are like super tight. I was like, a horror movie from Paul Schrader. I was like, well, shit, Taxi Driver scared me. So this will be fun. And then, I, yeah, I, I fell asleep. All right. So the next one I'm gonna actually mention is because uh, Don posted a review of this yesterday, The Omen. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know childhood satan you know ready to take over the world basically but this is just like the original is just so good and the dialogue in this movie mm-hmm. is great and it just has that like feeling like from that era 70s 80s just that like yeah. tension just yeah. like it's blanketed by it there's like every frame is like kind of like pulsating a lot of dread yeah like even like in moments that aren't scary, there's still this like unease and discomfort. Yeah. And I mean, they name their kid Damien. Like, yeah. what the fuck? You don't ever name your kid Damien. <laughs> yeah, you're easy to name your Antichrist yeah. or a child molester or a murderer, <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it doesn't work. It just yeah, but yeah, or the, all three. The original Omen was really good, and then what was the one when Sam Neill? played Damien was that that's the one is that the one where he goes to the White House yes I I remember he goes to the White House and that's it and basically yeah (laughs) Omen 3 the final conflict the final conflict yeah I love when horror movies drop the final the final it's (laughs) never the final it's bullshit every time (laughs) there were two final Friday the 13th and neither of them were the end right but no uh the Omen series in general is pretty good. I actually enjoy all of these. I even enjoyed the remake they did. That's the one with Meryl Streep? Mm-hmm. Or I think she was like the... Was she in it? I, I, I forget Julia who Stiles it was. was in it. forget who it was, but I, I also liked the remake. Yeah, the remake was 2006, and it's got Julia Stiles, Mia Farrow's in it. That's right. That's And Liev Schreiber is in it as well. Yeah. David Thewlis, Pete Postlethwaite. It's a pretty like, good cast. Yeah, it's a really good cast. It very much followed the same format as the original. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't have that same well, cause it's, texture it's to it. Well, because it's a modern right. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, that's what I remember too about I it. remember it came out on 6-6-2006. Yeah, yeah. And that was a big part Ooh. of the marketing. Oh, it was. It that was, was. a big push. Smart. And it actually did pretty well at the movies, this remake. Uh, released in 2006, it only cost $25 million to make. And at the domestic box office, it made $119.5 million, Wow. Which is yeah. kind of crazy because usually remakes don't yeah, do that I've, well, I've especially never, horror remakes. Yeah. yeah, that's really surprising. Yeah. I but, like that Mia Farrow's in it. It's a nice little, she went from being like the mother of the Antichrist, now she's the nanny. Yeah. yeah. The Antichrist. It's a nice little... Well, it's funny because last week I watched Rosemary's Baby. Mm. I think I was that my suggested viewing last week. Maybe I can't remember. I can't remember. But 
you know, I watched Rosemary's Baby. You want to talk about a movie that just fuck it just grinds you down. Mm-hmm. That is another one of those movies that's just the tension is there mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. And you kind of know what's coming in yeah. that movie. But Mia Farrow is so phenomenal mm-hmm. in that film. That scream of hers, though. Oh, my God. She's really good in that movie. I was about ready to punch the fucking projector down here when she started. Like that scream, it's ear piercing. Yeah. It's hard to listen to. It's like grating. But again, maybe that was just the character. Yeah. So. I mean, it'd be kind of like I don't imagine most people would be like really calm and collected. Yeah, probably not. Like when you have the Antichrist. Yeah, and you I'd wake like, up and you're surrounded by everybody that lives in your building. I would love to see like one of those devil children movies where they like <laughs> the solution is they do an abortion. Oh, when like no <laughs> none of these movies have ever done that as like a thing. Like what would happen? The movie would end. It would the just movie be would like, end, and then they lived happily ever after. Or or it comes back. No, see, I think oh. if they tried to abort Devil Baby. I don't think that baby is dying. I think that baby is going to survive and yeah. be pissed it, off. It's just, yeah. See, a way to escalate a movie. And flames are going to shoot out of the... Whoosh. Yeah. They're like, ma'am, what's going on here? <laughs> Poor OBGYN. Oh. My face! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Omen... I mean, really all of them, especially the original series, like they all... They're all pretty good. Yeah. They're all pretty good. So, is Gregory Peck the dad in that one? In the original. In the original. Yes, yeah. yes. Because I remember there's the curse on the omen and there's the curse on the exorcist. Yes. Where, like, a lot of people related to it, like, died in mm-hmm. weird, mysterious ways. Only Remick, yeah. Like, there was, like, a plane was crash, right? For, for Someone died, like, really horribly. During the making of like the Omen, yeah, uh, I don't know about the Omen. I heard a bunch of stories about the Exorcist. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, so there is a curse on the Omen. And the Omen, t- I didn't know about that. That's crazy. and there was a curse on Poltergeist supposedly oh, too. Yeah. Well, they say there was a curse on on the Crow. I guess someone yeah. else got injured on set before. Yeah. Oh man, this is another. This would be a good podcast. Cursed movies. Cursed movies. movies. I mean, this is kind of cursed movies. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. All right, Mara, give me one. Throw it at me. Okay, another one that's not devil per se, but it's it has to do with hell is uh, The Gate. Ooh. And that's another one of my most like highly recommended movies. I love that one so much. That's with little uh, Stephen Dorff. Yeah. And it's him and his little metalhead buddy. And they um, it's like the parents are gone for the weekend, and it's his older sister and is watching them, and they... Um, they end up opening the gate to hell on the backyard and you know the kid ends up using like his heavy metal knowledge to help right, them right. like keep it under control but i just love that movie it's like such a good coming of age movie like the the parents away for the weekend and like this kid and his his older sister like you can tell they were really close when they were little and they're kind of like growing apart cuz she's like becoming a teenager and he's still like you know young yeah but like through it all they like kind of like they're like they kind of rekindle their their friendship through the you know and like 
they're close again through the end. I just love that movie. I really like in horror movies when it's like a brother sister kind of thing. Yeah. That's always like I just saw um, Strangers Pray at Night, and that happens in that movie, and it's a great, great little bit. That is another movie that I don't understand the hatred it gets. Yeah. What, The Gate? No, Strangers Pray at Night. I was going to say, people hate that movie? I know. No, no, no. That's no. got a pretty good cult following. Yeah. yeah, Strangers Pray at Night was a really good sequel. Yeah. Because it kind of changed things a little bit, you know. I just love the lighting in that movie, and I love the uh, total eclipse of the heart needle drop. Yeah. That is, like, one of the best. Like, <laughs> when it happens in the movie, I went, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, it was so awesome. I loved that. And I think the girl from... Um, yeah, the girl from Strangers Pray at Night, she was, one of her first movies was Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Really? Yeah, that's the same girl. Okay. Yeah. That's, that makes a lot of sense, because yeah. the whole movie, I was like, who the hell is this girl? Yeah, yeah. Because I recognized, like... The face. Her face. It was like her eyes kind of, I was like, who is that? Yeah, she's very recognizable. Yeah, yeah. very distinct. All right, who's next? Let's do a couple more and then wrap okay. it. Um, I'm going to do a take on the devil. It's uh, it's from Futurama. I love the robot devil on <laughs> Futurama so much. It's such a, like, the concept of there being a robot heaven and hell is already funny. But then you have the robot devil who's voiced by Homer Simpson. <laughs> and he, he's just, he's a, it's a great character. Whenever he pops up, it's always fun to have that because it's just another part of that like sensibility where you're like, what show would have a robot devil? And it like you're like, what? (laughs) But it totally feels built into the world and it's so much fun. And I I just love every time that character pops up. So while you're talking about this, I'm actually kind of bringing up some more cursed movie stuff. There was a curse on The Exorcist. Really? Yeah, Ellen Burstyn claimed that nine people were killed during the making of The Exorcist. Yeah, I've heard stories about that. Oh, yeah. Dude, you don't fuck with the devil. <laughs> don't make, like, the, I feel like Uh-oh. the devil is, like, really litigious. He has, like, agents and shit. Yeah. Like, he's like, hey, you got to make me look good in this movie. Because if you don't. Yeah. If you don't. Yeah, I mean, because the, the movies that are about, like, the devil where he's, like, you know, he's kind of, like, cool. Yeah. There's no curse on that. There's no curse on the witch. Yeah, hey, he likes goats. He's like, yeah, Black Phillip's my boy. Yeah, <laughs> horns, beard. Yeah, I dig. We're best friends. You I, know. Yeah. There's no coast. <laughs> there's no curse on like Ghost Rider. I mean, except like because nobody Nick, likes Ghost yeah, Rider. Maybe Nick even Cage, the devil is maybe like Nick fuck Cage's that movie. career. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, my son approved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor uh, Nick Cage. Yeah. That's okay. Like, Nick Cage, the problem is he'll do, like, a dozen shitty movies. And then he'll do, like, one really fucking great movie. And you're like, oh, wow. And then, back. And, and then, then he's you like, get mm. suckered into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, his whole thing is tax back taxes. You know? Yeah. He got... You know, he wasn't paying his taxes. <laughs> and he got... Because <laughs> he bought insane shit. Yeah. So now he's making up for that because all these little movies that he does he gets most of the money from them so he's paying off Mm -hmm. debt 
Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, he, he owns like dinosaur bones and yeah. like dozens of castles around the world. Yeah. Yeah. He's exactly what you'd think he would be like. So my last one is going to be hereditary. I was I was thinking. Yeah. I, yeah. Because you don't ever really see the devil in this movie, but it's alluded to a lot with Paimon. Mm-hmm. You know, who is one of the kings of hell. Yeah. Basically. But yeah, the devil is like all over this movie. And it was we discussed last night, Ari Aster's like totally into like this cult thing yeah. and burning people alive. Yeah. Like you what's don't get much more devil. What's than interesting that. about hereditary is that like even like it's a result of like a devil's burden like bargain made years before they even had like a choice. Right. Like, you watched that the second time, you're like, oh, these characters are fucked from, like, the first frame. Mm-hmm. Like, they even have that scene where it's, they're in the classroom, and he says something like, are the characters destined to do blah, blah, blah? And he's talking about, some, like, Shakespeare thing, but it's Ari Aster, po- like, poking at us. Right, saying, right. That's what's happening in this. Yeah, yeah. it's scary. It's, yeah, it's fucking scary, dude. It's traumatic. That's a traumatic movie because it's, like, it's a horror movie, but it's also like a drama about grief. Oh, like totally. you could cut out the horror stuff from it and it would still work. It's like two movies and it's interesting. I'm just wondering what he's going to do next because even though I love his movies, it, thematically they really kind of fit yeah. is two puzzle pieces right now. Yeah. I'm just wondering where, if he's going to get out of this cult thing, it's probably going to be something really chipper. Yeah. It's he's going to be something really feel good. He's going to make like the next Alvin <laughs> and the Chipmunks or something. He's going to reboot it. Yeah. I've been waiting for that. The Squeakle? I heard that's <laughs> your favorite movie. It is. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, I'm just, you know. You're, yeah. You just, <laughs> you're Dave. Uh-huh. Yep. Alvin! Alvin! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John Waters loves Alvin and the Chipmunks. He was in uh, one of the movies. Oh, yeah. I think he was in the first one. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, like, one of the animators, like, drew him a little, like, drew him a cell of Elvin jerking off. <laughs> oh, my God. Because Elvin's, like, his, his, like, celebrity crush. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Do we want to do a couple more, or are you guys feeling like we're done for the night? I don't have any more, but I would love to see because there's like a couple on that list that. All right, Mara, give us another one. Um. Okay. Here's my like last Matt's my last ditch effort. Here is the original Bedazzled. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think what's his name? Peter Cook. Yes. Mm. Plays the devil in that. And I like happened to like happened upon that movie. Yeah. One day when I was like in middle school or like early high school, Mm. and I was like. What's all this about? What is this tall British man going on about? He's the <laughs> devil? What? Dudley Moore's? What? And uh, I just loved it. I never saw. I never like knew it existed, and I didn't even know what it was called for a while. And that was like one of my like just favorite movies because I I knew so little about it, and I was like. The only person who I, you know, knew who knew about it. Yeah. Like the and then they remade that, though, yeah. didn't they? They yeah. did with Brendan Fraser as yeah. the Dudley Moore character and Elizabeth mm-hmm. Hurley played the devil. Not a bad choice. No. no not a bad no. devil. No, I, I never watched that one, though. I didn't watch it either. That was, I, I saw it. 
Yeah. So it was okay. It's um Egon directed it. Harold Rain. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh that's right. That's yeah. right. It's fine. It's yeah. you know, it's a nice pleasant day. It's not like the original. The original's way better, but you know, if it's on TV Why not? Why it's not? Free. Right? Yeah. Does he make the, the deal with the devil for the same reason? He like wants to date the girl. Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. It's been a while since I've seen yeah. that. Yeah, because that had to be 15 that, or 16 years ago. That yeah. one was from 2000. That was oh, always yeah. on like rotation. Like there's always a bunch of movies like early 2000s comedies. Yeah. That I like mm-hmm. just think about what like Orange County. Thought about that movie the other day. Yeah. Don't know why. It's just how my brain works. Yeah. <laughs> it just pops in. You weirdo. I know. I can't help it. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Yep. We'll be back next week, I think, with something. If we're not, we'll be back the week after that or yeah. maybe the week after that or next year sometime. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll, we'll be, be back. back. Don't worry. I'll be back. I'll don't, be back. Don't miss us too much. Don't yep. miss us too much. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Don't eat too much candy. It'll rot your teeth. Give eat me all the candy. Of it. Get sick. <laughs> Airmail me your candy. <laughs> Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.